You're listening to Let's Be Real. You comfortable? I believe I am. I want to. I want to say that this is very special to me that you've considered that I would participate in this way. So I, I thank you. I thank you. I, I thank you. And just for my Let's Be Real audience, this is Derek Horton, and I. Um, I am glad that you agreed to do this because a lot of men are not comfortable in this forum, um, especially talking about a mother-son bond, which is going to be, you know, the topic um, of today's interview slash conversation. Uh, again, as I always tell, you know, all of my guests, if there's something that you do not want to tackle or discuss, just let me know. Just say, you know, I don't want to discuss that or, you know, can we kind of keep moving? And it's fine. I do want to say, this is let's keep it real. So I want you to be as real and as authentic as you possibly can be. Of course. Cool? Very cool. Very, very good. <laughs> okay. Well, as I said, um, we're going to have this conversation about a mother-son's bond. And normally the focus is on, you know, dads and daughters and how daughters feel as they become women without having that bond. But today we're going to flip it. And because we have you, a, a young man, we're going to talk about that mother-son bond and, you know, um, what it is to a, a young boy growing into a young man and then a man without all that he feels that he should receive from that mother bond. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. We're good? We can jump right in? I believe so. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to start off with um, just why do you think the bond is so important? Well, I, as, as I reflected and prepared, I, I realized that without that bond from, from a mother and, and that protection, uh, of, of those, uh, what, can, what, can, what can be found of an emotional bond between a, a son and a mother, what can, what can take its place would be what is gonna happen outside the home. Mm -hmm. and, and those people that I, I guess for myself find as security and, and uh, bond or brotherhood, but it doesn't mean that it's gonna be correct. Mm -hmm. And it's going to it's going to replace that from from the, the mother figure in a way that's going to be like over over masculine, um, over aggressive, um, not not as educated as, as far as being a good father, being a good husband. So I would say that's the reason why it's very important to have that bond between the mother and the son. Okay, well, you, you said, when you mentioned the masculinity and the aggressiveness, what exactly do you feel as a man um, a boy would get from his mother? Like we always say, you know, the mama's boy and people make that joke about a, a, a young man that's really close to their mother, um, sometimes too close, <laughs> scary close. But what do you think a, a young man gets from his mother that is necessary? I wouldn't I wouldn't put the expectation or responsibility of a mother to, to help her her son to understand what it is to be a man. Mm -hmm. I would say a mother would help her son to have a balance 
mm. between like a hyper masculinity, a, a hyper aggressiveness, but kind of directed or, or molded in a way that even the mother might be satisfied and mm-hmm. in, in any relationship that she would have with a man. And that, that can't be replaced by whoever that that son would find as a bond without his mom. It's, it's gonna it's gonna come from from his his boys or his you know the guys mm-hmm. in his circle, and it's it's gonna be very competitive. You know they're gonna compete to be oh I'm gonna get her and watch what right. I do and I got I got the swag and all that. But with, coming from a mother, there's gonna be a balance. You know if 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 she's being she's going about being more the sensitive side. So from the mom, that young man knows how to type. T- um, tap into his sensitivity so he's not overly masculine he learns how to balance um the approach the softer approach as he's like you said going to go into his dating world he learns how to make that approach how to communicate with a female um, and know the psyche of that woman and he finds also the protection because women are nurturers. So he gets that nurturing um, from his mother. Therefore, he doesn't have to go out and feel like I'm alone and I have to just, you know, stand here and beat my chest because I need, um, because I didn't have that. And, and some, some men, let's be real, some men go the opposite way and they may not get that nurturing. And then they look for that mother figure in the women that they choose. Yeah, I, I believe I would say all of that is, is fact. And I, again, I don't want to put too much responsibility on the mother. I mean, it's mm-hmm. great to have that, that balance of, of home between a father and a mother. Um, it, as far as the efforts from a mother, if, if she's just able to be honest with herself and recognize the the influence that she can have on her son as he, he's growing up, what what type of man that she would enjoy, um, mm-hmm. maybe maybe she can use those lenses. I like that. I like that you said that. I often tell women that we have to realize when we're raising boys, we're raising them ultimately to be someone else's partner. Now, we do know there's some men who stay single, but in the normal realm, you're raising that young man to be the man that's going to be someone's husband or someone's father. So we need to give them the tools to maneuver into that realm. And there's, you know, sometimes that's lacking. From a man's point of view, what do you feel is the result of a man that does not have that bond? Yeah, and I, I, I touched on that a little bit earlier. Um, it's just, just, you know, it's being more familiar with what is not true masculinity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, being familiar with masculinity that can be found on TV or in movies or whatever neighborhood he comes from. Even even if he's coming from a, a neighborhood that's a little more kind of impressive, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have that, you know, that father figure, uh, it it can it can become tainted. Uh, if if he if he doesn't have that guidance from his mom, that masculinity can be tainted based on the peer pressure mm-hmm. of, of those that he finds as as his as his as his best friends, his closest friends. So, so let me ask this. This is kind of a curveball question mm-hmm. because as you're talking to me, things pop up. 
as you, a man that's growing up, how do you deal with the void of not having that bond? Because you touched on the masculinity part and that's an attribute that is displayed because I don't have that balance. But what do you do with the void of not having that balance? It can, it can become a sobering moment uh, for myself when I realize, wow, uh, if, if I could have been a little more emotionally developed, uh, mm the husband or in my relationships, my close relationships with a woman, I, I'd be in a better place. And I feel as though I'm, um, I'm going about that as best as I can now through therapy. Yet uh, the way I respond emotionally to, to things that really are not on a scale of 10, mm -hmm. um, I, I can't say that I'm, I'm as comfortable in myself right now but um i'm working on it i'm working on developing developing my emotions so that i'm not always responding at, at a level 10. okay you know? and that's, that, that's good to hear the yeah yeah and that that's good to hear that you have identified that that hyper masculinity that um going from zero to 100 and my responses is attributed to or partially the fact that I got to learn how to deal with that void and things that I wasn't given the tools, the tools that I wasn't given prior to this stage in my life. Yeah. Now, do you feel like a mother should sacrifice um, her well-being for her children? I really enjoy this question. And uh, this, this helps me to be, uh, I want to say more objective, kind of step away from myself and, and step into the shoes of, of a mother that's possibly pro providing for the home and having to, to teach as well as cook and clean. Uh, so my, my, my response is that I say the amount of sacrifice that a mother can make, maybe at, at levels of like small bits at a time, that, that, that's the amount of benefit that can be found for the relationship of the mother and the son. Just if she can start at the lowest level possible, to, to sacrifice herself, become more familiar with that sacrifice, and then maybe maybe be able to, to adjust her limits as she's sacrificing herself and still having to meet meet her schedule and, and all that she's responsible for, her, all the obligations she has. It's, it's gonna be much more beneficial that she does, she is able to make that choice to sacrifice. And not not everyone can sacrifice as much as the other you know mm -hmm. yeah and and it, it is you know we have to think that different people deal with things differently so yes um but i want to put this out um as a coach when i speak with people especially women i reiterate the fact that having a child aside from rape where we're talking about the normal course of you know motherhood having a child is your choice so be careful of the things you go into because everything has a consequence. So a lot of women will say, you know, I have this child and these children, but I still have my life. Okay, but you had those children. So your life takes second step to making sure those children are okay. And that's another imbalance that we find. And I'm glad you're presenting the male point of view because 
I think women need to know that everything is just not a small thing. You know, we're good at brushing things off and like, they'll be okay. And again, we place a lot of emphasis on the father being in the home. And while that is true, the mother adds a lot of value and we can't just be nonchalant and child raising. So I'm glad, you know, you brought that up and women need to understand the, the weight and the seriousness that's placed in our hands when we bear children. Um, and maybe, it's, not always, it's not always fair. It's just, you know. It's, it's what, not. And sometimes what? we have to be truthful with ourselves and realize I may need help. So before I bear these children, I may need to admit that I have some issues I need to deal with. And yeah. that's not always the case because sometimes we're so in the, the minutia of our issues that we can't even think right to know we need help before we have the kids. Yeah. So that's a whole other topic. But getting back to this, um, do you think a man should bring his feelings about his mother's bond or lack thereof into his adult relationships? I, I would say that if, if he can find safety, not only for himself, but also for his partner in that relationship, um, I, I would side with the, the option of mediation. Like if, if my, both myself and, and, and my wife are able to agree, we, we have, we have a, a couple's therapists. So if we're both able to agree on who our therapist is and we can take issues, uh, definitely based upon like mother, mother issues, we can take that to him and both of us can be understood, not just myself and then one or the other is corrected and, and looked down upon. I would say that that's an example of, of having safety in, in that adult relationship. Um, now I wanna yeah, take yeah. you back though. Yeah. Let's focus on a, a man who may have um, some issues with his responses, his um, character, may just have some character flaws due to this void. Should that young man become an adult and take that into his adult relationship? So it doesn't matter the other person it's what does that man do as he's approaching adulthood because a lot of men will do that sometimes unintentionally like they have not identified what it is they just know there's something that's missing and something that's not clicking um, and as you say it comes off in detachment aggression um Nonverbal skills, a lot of things are the response of it. But what does the man do before entering into these relationships that will help him not bring that in? Because sometimes it's hard for another person to take that journey, not fully understanding the why. Yeah. I, I like the example of, of blind spots uh, driving a car. And there's only going to be so much that can be picked up in the peripheral, even when you have the, the side mirrors and maybe an extra mirror on on the outside of that. But mm -hmm. uh, having that practice of someone that's going to point out your blind spots and, and then being able to deal with that and, and make those corrections. Um, 
being that we're in the real world, relationships are going to happen, whether you're prepared or not. And then, okay, maybe the skill of building the plane as it's in the air. <laughs> you know, you got to sit up. I don't know if I want to be on a plane and they're building it. <laughs> it. It still has to fly. Still, you know, still got to get this thing to fly and land. But um, yeah, I just, I like, I like the example of, of blind spots. The more that, you know, the, the more that those blind spots can be recognized and um, the better off. How to, how to respond. I like yeah. that analogy too, but I would like us to, to let young men know who may not have that bond or may be struggling with the bond to deal with it before getting in a relationship. Because sometimes that relationship become, can make things even worse. You know, because you're 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 constantly battling how you feel about not having something that you still desire with someone who just wants maybe normalcy. And now I have all this other stuff. And I don't know, have you ever heard of um struggle love? Not yet. This is my introduction. <laughs> well, that. Struggle love is what it's kind of like an urban theme and a lot of people will kind of say, you know, I had struggled love, which means, you know, I struggled, but you know, it, it turned out okay. Oh, they'll thank their partner for, you know, going through the muck and the miry clay, you know, for years, but you know, we made it through. And when I coach women and men, some men, I often ask, why do we put struggle and love together as if those two go together. But because it becomes such a normal thing, or you have that ride or die chick, you know, you have that phrase, again, why do I have to ride and die and have this turmoil type situation to prove my love for you or to prove I'm committed to you? So with struggle love, some men, and have you ever heard of um, Pastor Gray? He's know. a he's a um he's a pastor, he's a very large congregation, but he cheated on his wife and it became of course a scandal because he's a he's a public figure now. Does and he does he use does he use the example of two rivers coming together? He probably did, but he did okay. this whole speech about how she loved a little boy, you know, into a man and helped him heal and well, I understood what he was giving her accolades for being there with him. It happened so much from the man point of view that as a woman, you look and say, but am I supposed to heal you? You know, am I supposed to hurt so that I can be there for you as opposed to you being my covering and my priest and we kind of growing. And as you said, you know, when couples go to therapy, that we're doing it together as opposed to, you know, I have to struggle in this while that other person figures it out. I, 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 I'll say this, it's, it's very, you know, that can't be expected. That can't be expected every time. That That's a, a huge load. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. And I can't even say it's just women, but predominantly the women end up in that category. Um, and I'm glad that you're you're talking through this because I think there's a population of men that need to realize that it's okay to go to therapy. So I'm glad you mentioned that. 
that it's okay to realize that something is not right and want to make it better mm-hmm. as opposed to this other person, male or female, you know, the expectation is you, you're with me, you stay with me, you deal with whatever you need to deal with until we get to that part, you know, place called bliss. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So from a man's point of view, what would you say to the mothers out there? Um, you know, that just desire, that they have men or boys in their life that desire that display of love. Mm, yes. Um, wow. The, 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 response, the response I have to that question, um, when it comes to relationships, they, they, they start out dreamy. They start out very kind of um, nothing can go wrong. Um, and before long, it, 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 it's not going to be that way. You know, it could become, uh, unfortunately, to- toxicity can be found. Things that just uh, cause explosions and what have you. Um, I, I would say be willing to take a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, communicate limits. Okay, we all have limits. Mm-hmm. Um, express love as, as much as possible. Take as, as along with taking a risk. Just express that there is love underlying mm-hmm. all of it. Um, I love you so much. You're you're, you're amazing to me. Um, I also suggest sharing what is painful uh, for the mother. If, if the mother is able to share what her emotional pain is and, and what she identifies that emotional pain as. Just, mm-hmm. just make yourself vulnerable. That is um, so important. Yeah. I, I thank you for that. That last statement you said is just monumental because too many people, because of guilt and shame and sometimes pride, we don't want to talk about, you know, the past mistakes and the past hurt and the past trauma because we feel like we've overcome it. But I'm glad you said that because we have to realize that, especially mothers, there are little kids who are watching and we may walk in that hurt. So we think we've overcome it, but our moves and our motions and the decisions we make basically say that, no, we're still in it. And the effects are sometimes there's young men that are walking around missing those developmental stages that a mother provides and gives so I, I thank you. That's very important to not to be afraid. We have to be willing to share some of the dark places in our lives. Yeah. So I thank you. Is there anything else that you would want to express, you know, to either to the, the men out there or or, or to anyone? Yeah, I, I don't I don't have the blueprint of, of how to to make any of these things happen. I don't have the design for it. Um, just just suggesting and um, I, I want to share though at least my experience and in my upbringing that I, I find it very challenging to make myself vulnerable emotionally mm-hmm. um, especially like in detail where I'm, I'm really going to stop and reflect on my feelings and, and my thoughts and then open all of that up so this is what I think and, and you know blah 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 but then a huge part of that is is the possible ridicule, mm-hmm. right? If, if it's noticed that I'm not supposed to feel a certain way about something that I just happen to feel that way, 
Um, it's it's scary. It's scary for me to to face. Well, why do you? What's wrong with you? Are, are you sure you feel like like you should probably go get yourself checked mm-hmm. for feeling like that? Yeah, so, I think both yeah. men struggle with that. It's so much more comfortable to to reserve emotional responses for sports, uh, uh, to to keep that in 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 the account of anger. Like, okay, I I got something to be angry about. Yes, I finally get to get to peel this lid off and let it out, let this beast out. But just how I feel about a color or or mm-hmm. a plant or what a person's wearing. No, no, I, <laughs> yeah, to go to go toe to toe in that vulnerability of, of emotions, but then it might be disagreed with. Mm-hmm. My experience is no, yeah. no, no. It can be very scary um, because a lot of men aren't wired. And again, it falls sometimes on the women in their lives because you know you can have a little boy that falls and you're like, get up, dust yourself up, be a man. You know, we don't even allow them to share their feelings. I'm hurting. Like, just give me a hug and tell you know, um, because we're so fearful of taking away the masculinity that we don't even, as you said before, we don't give that balance sometimes. So, you know, maybe again, you know, we can have you on the show and, and go even deeper into this and the, the male psyche. Um, yep. But I do thank you for taking the time today because I know it's not easy, but I think it's going to help some mothers and some men. Um, who may t- need to just know that, you know what, they're not crazy. And that, yep. you know what, help is on the way. So I do thank you again. I, I appreciate this. I appreciate this. Uh, the, the, the work that I'm making now of emotional development certainly is worth it. And I, I feel this, this moment that we have, you and I, is, is part of that, that work as I develop emotionally. So yeah. I thank you. I thank you for that. And my, my only goal is that you know, you become your whole self and mm-hmm. that you are happy with the man that you are, which yeah. I think you are a good man. You just got to fill in those holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the, the, work, the work is on. It is on. So Exactly. Well, yeah. I thank you um, again. 